Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. It's week 13. This is make or break time. Last week before the playoffs in the majority of leagues. So this is a very important week. I would say the fantasy playoffs actually start now because this week you're going to be going for that buy spot to make your Super Bowl road a little bit easier. Or you're going to be trying to make the playoffs if you're one of those six uh, six ranked. This is a huge important week. So I'm going to be going over several starts and sits, several booms of the week at each position. Some defenses that I think you have to own if you want to make the Super Bowl. And a couple sneaky quarterbacks that I think you can get by starting starting to help your playoffs go well. All right, so let's jump right into it. The first boom of the week, Ronald Jones. Now, Ronald Jones, he's put together several decent fantasy weeks this season. However, it's still really hard to trust him. He It seems like every time you pull the trigger and you start Rojo, he puts up a dead game. Then cast him to your bench, and he has a career game. The coaches, they come out and say, Ronald Jones, he's earned the right as a starter. He's the clear number one back. You plug him back into your lineup, and Peyton Barber steals some goal line work, and he flops. This week, however, I believe Ronald Jones can be started with confidence. I expect a big game from him. Jones, he's actually looked fairly decent this season if you go back, watch his tape. And the matchup against Jacksonville, it's pretty juicy. The Jaguars, they just gave up 219 yards to Derrick Henry and uh, the Titans. And they are the fourth worst rush defense in the league. There's going to be a lot of running room for Ronald Jones. And I expect him to receive an appropriate amount of volume, enough that he can succeed. So he is someone I'm starting with confidence this week. Even though it's hard to plug him in, I'm starting him. All right, David Montgomery, he was also one I posted about him on Instagram on Thanksgiving. Uh, So let's move on. Josh Jacobs, he's next. Josh Jacobs, he is primed for a huge game. Josh Jacobs, he's been phenomenal this season. He really has. I had high hopes for him. He's exceeded my expectations. Uh, he's he's easily the best rookie running back this season. Jones, he's averaging 4.8 yards per carry. He's closing in on 1,000 rushing yards, only, I think, 48 yards away. And he's, he's become the workhorse back we all hoped he would be. Uh, this matchup against Kansas City, it's a great matchup for several reasons. First of all, Kansas City, they're the third worst rush defense in the league. And here's the big thing. The way to beat Kansas City is to run the ball down their throats. That's how you beat them. If you can destroy them on the ground, it minimizes the amount of time and the amount of drives Mahomes and company can have. Oakland, their defense, they can't stop Patrick Mahomes, uh, but they can run it all over them, which will slow down the game enough to be able to give themselves a chance to win. I think Jacobs... He's locked for 30 touches at least this week. And this this is a little bit of a bold prediction, guys. But I'm expecting 200 yards from Josh Jacobs this game. A 200-yard game for Josh Jacobs. Heard it here first. Josh Jacobs is my number one boom of the week. All right, next up is Benny Snell. Uh, I'm not expecting Benny Snell to have 200 yards. But 
He's someone I think uh, I think he could help you get to your Super Bowl. The sample size with Benny Snell in the pros is now big enough to say he looks pretty good and he can have a decent fantasy game in a plus matchup. Snell faces the Browns this week and then followed by the Arizona Cardinals. Two great matchups. Uh, the Browns, they're especially a great matchup. I think that the game script is not going to favor Jalen Samuels, the pass catching back. I think Snell, he is definitely worth rostering and he's a very sneaky start this week. A lot of people wouldn't, wouldn't be starting him in week 13 heading to playoffs but he rushed for 98 yards last week and his his game it would have been great if he had landed in the end zone which would have really upped his value fortunately for us almost he didn't so his value is still low you can probably still grab Snell in your leagues so I would pick up Snell as soon as possible we're not sure when James Conner is going to be back he could be out uh the rest of the season depending on his uh depending on what happens so he's the most valuable handcuff right now and I think he's going to be startable for the next two weeks he's a great a great add for depth on your roster if you have some players you're worried about injury wise Benny Snell someone I'm rostering and I think he's startable these next couple weeks all right, moving on to the wide receivers, Devontae Adams, he has put together two straight solid outings, uh, 18 and 19 points the next last couple weeks, but he's yet to have, you know, that huge game that wins you your week. I think that changes tomorrow. The Giants are the second worst fantasy defense against the wide receiver position, and Adams, he's seen double-digit targets the past four games he's played, so the volume, it is there. Everything is set up perfectly for him to explode. I'm expecting 150 yards and a touchdown from Devontae Adams this week, just in time for that playoff push. All right, DJ Chark, he's next. He's another player who I think is primed for a huge game. He's almost matchup-proof at this point based on his talent. However, things have slowed down a bit, at least consistency-wise, with over the past couple of weeks with Foles coming in at quarterback. But this is a perfect opportunity to, for Nick Foles to get on track. The Buccaneers, they are arguably the worst secondary in the league, but they have one of the best rush defenses in the league. The Jaguars, they're going to have to be pass-heavy. They're going to not be able to run all over them with Leonard Fournette. So they're going to be throwing a lot, and Chark, he's going to be the main benefactor in this matchup. He's incredibly talented. It only takes one play for him to make a big difference. And his matchup, it's setting him up for a huge game. There's no way Foles doesn't torch these Buccaneers. And Chark, he's his number one guy. Start DJ Chark with confidence. Okay, my last wide receiver, uh, boom of the week, Jamison Crowder. Now, Jamison Crowder, he's been excellent this season, really has, especially in PPR leagues. Then he put up a big dud last week in a matchup we all expected him to be able to perform in. Now, I expect him to bounce back against Cincinnati this week and bounce back in a big way. He's been a target monster all season. Cincinnati, they have the worst secondary in the league. And I'm starting Crowder with confidence. I'm expecting 20-plus PPR points for the Jets wide receiver. He, uh, he's been Sam Darnold's go-to guy. And this matchup, it's a great one. Uh, he put up the dud last week, but I expect him to, to really shock people this week and bounce back against Cincinnati with a huge performance right in time for the playoffs. All right, so next up, this is a tight end. A tight end. This isn't really a boom of the week, but someone that I just want to remind everyone to try to roster. Jacob Hollister for the Seattle Seahawks. Hollister, he's a player that I expect to be on the most championship teams this year. He he put up two straight big games, and while last week he only put up four points, Russell Wilson, he missed him on a huge touchdown. And I, I don't usually like saying, well, if this happened, this would have happened, and then that would have happened. But go back and watch it. Hollister, he was wide open 
in the end zone, no one for a mile around him. And Russell Wilson, who's usually very accurate, just aired the ball 20 yards over him. It was a fluke play. Uh, if this play had been repeated 100 times, 99 of them, they would have been a Hollister touchdown. However, because of this, his value is lower because of that four-point game. People who didn't watch the game or the tape, they didn't see that it should have been a much better game. And his playoff schedule... He has some nice matchups, but week 16, he gets to face the Arizona Cardinals defense. The Cardinals, they're the worst tight end defense in the league maybe ever, and even if he puts up duds the rest of the games, I'm still starting him and stashing him for that Super Bowl. Hollister, he's a must-own. Wilson, he loves the tight end position, we know that. And Josh Gordon, he's opening up more and more space for the tight end as he gets more involved in the passing game. Grab Hollister before your opponent does. You're going to thank me later. All right, so now let's get into some quarterback streamers this week. The first one I want to talk about is Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, he gets to face the Cincinnati Bengals, which really the main reason why he's a streamer this week. Uh, He's put up now three straight games over 20 points. And yes, that's because he's faced Miami, the Giants in Washington, and Oakland these past weeks, but things continue with the schedule, Cincinnati and then Miami. He's someone who I think you can start these next two weeks and start with confidence. When we get into the playoffs, I would drop him. He has Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo if you're playing week 17, which you shouldn't. But he has a great schedule for the next two weeks, and we've seen that given a really good matchup, Sam Darnold, he can be very fantasy relevant. 27 points last week, 25 points a week before. He's throwing the ball, he's efficient, he's finally using Robbie Anderson. So Sam Darnold, I think you can do a lot worse on the waivers for picking up a quarterback. The next one he's probably owned in your league, but Nick Foles. Nick Foles is someone I'm very interested in for the next couple weeks. He, uh... He's got a great matchup. That's really what it is. He's got Tampa Bay, who they, they're they the uh, second-worst secondary, I believe, right now in the league, right behind Cincinnati. So, like I said when I was talking about DJ Chark, really just that. Um, Tampa Bay, they have a great rush defense. They're going to be able to shut down Leonard Fournette for the most part. Uh, and Nick Foles, he's going to have to beat them through the air, and Tampa Bay can be beat through the air. Nick Foles, he hasn't been great, but he has not been bad. A lot of the problems why Jacksonville has been losing is the defense has been giving up so many points. But against Tennessee or Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they're going to put up a lot of points. This could be, you know, one of those 49-56 games where it's just touchdown, touchdown, back and forth. So Nick Foles, I am expecting a very big game. I'm starting him in several leagues. Uh, this week. Now, the next one, the next streamer that I'm going to talk about, not really popular, Daniel Jones. Um, I know, I get it. Starting Daniel Jones, it's... I mean, but if you start Daniel Jones and win, you can, you have bragging rights forever. But let's talk about his schedule, remaining schedule. Green Bay, terrible secondary. Philadelphia, terrible secondary, Miami, week 15, the playoffs, and then the Washington Redskins. He has an incredible schedule, and we have seen that in plus matchups, Daniel Jones, he can get it done. Tampa Bay, week 3, 32 points. Week 8 against Detroit, 26 points. Jets, 27 points. It's it's not exciting plugging Daniel Jones into your lineup, but given the schedule and given the talent that he's flashed, he is someone that I am rostering for sure, and I probably wouldn't start him this week if I can avoid it. I want to see how he performs against Green Bay before I plug him into the lineup, but honestly, 
I think you can start him. I think you can do a lot worse. He's someone that I want before I go to the playoffs. And even if I'm not starting him, I don't want my opponent to be able to play someone going against Miami or Washington in the Super Bowl. So Daniel Jones, he is a player that I am very interested in buying. I went out, I traded for him, I picked him up off the waivers. I want him so no one else can have him. And I would be comfortable start, not comfortable, but I would start him and expect a big game from him in the playoffs. Now, this last one, I'm probably going to lose a lot of followers for saying, but if it comes true, I'm officially a prophet. Um, <laughs> Andy Dalton. Yeah, I. Uh, it's gross, it's awful, but Andy Dalton, he faces the Jets. It's Andy Dalton, we all know he was benched, but before that, he was pretty okay fantasy-wise. Let's let's take a look at his points. 18, 18, 18. Put up two against Pittsburgh. What we've seen, Pittsburgh is incredible defense. 17, 14, 21, 18. Almost 18 points every game. He's pretty consistent. And these, this, this matchup against the Jets. The Jets, they have the number one rush defense in the league. I think they're going to shut down Joe Mixon. Uh, and Andy Dalton, he's going to have to throw a lot against the Jets. And the secondary is very, very bad. I think Andy Dalton is startable this week and next week against Cleveland. Two matchups that I'm starting him, and you're going to shy away from him week 15 when he faces New England, of course. But week 16, your Super Bowl, he's got Miami. It's very interesting. You'd be claimed a genius if you picked up Andy Dalton, started him for the playoffs, and won the Super Bowl. And it's going to take a lot of guts to do. But it's he's someone to keep an eye on because he wasn't terrible fantasy-wise, really. Really only one bad game, uh, two points against Pittsburgh. That's the real blemish. But he had been getting it done, 18 points. I don't think you'd really complain much. And with that schedule, Jets, Cleveland, and then Miami after New England, he's a very sneaky roster move, and I think you should pick him up just in case he goes off. He's going to be mad. It's, it's a, a revenge game saying, hey... Why do you bench me for Ryan Finley? So that's that's just what I want to talk about. Uh, Andy Dalton, he was the last. And now I want to give a quick reminder. Defenses you need to own before the playoff push. The Jets, they're a pretty good defense. Eighth overall, number one rush defense. And let's take a look at their matchups. Cincinnati, Miami. You're going to bench him against Baltimore. And then Pittsburgh. Those are great matchups. Cincinnati, even if Andy Dalton comes in and is great, I'm still starting them because they're going to get sacks. They're going to get some turnovers. Miami, I'm starting anyone against Miami. And then Pittsburgh, I don't even know who their quarterback is at this point. Uh, (laughs) So Pittsburgh, I would pick up the Jets if you can, maybe even trade for them. They're someone who's going to be very good down the stretch. And then the Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to win you your league. I've highlighted it several times this season. Number number, Number 15 defense in the league. So you could probably still pick them up unless you've got someone in your league who's looking at the uh, playoff schedule. But Miami this week, Giants next week, Washington, and then Dallas, who's really collapsing. So the Eagles, pick them up if you can. Buy them if you can. You have to own the Eagles if you're going to win your Super Bowl. That's, that's just what it comes down to. Their schedule, you don't want to be facing someone whose defense is going against Washington in the playoffs or Miami or the Giants. That's the key. Not only to have them. I have one league. Let me look at it. I have one league where I have four defenses on my roster. I've got the Eagles, uh, the Bills, the Jets, and the Steelers. I've got four defenses. I can't start them all, but do I want uh, a bad handcuff running back who really probably won't be relevant at all, and even if the guy in front of him goes down, I won't start? 
Or do I want to play keep away from my opponent and pick up these defenses that, you know, could blow up and score 20 in the playoffs and be the difference maker? So those are two defenses I think I think you really need to keep your eye on and try to own. The Jets, too, they've got Arizona, Cleveland, Buffalo, and or the Steelers, I mean. They've got Cleveland, Arizona, Buffalo, and the Jets. Not as great of a schedule, but they're a great defense, probably if they're not available in your league, I'm sure, number three defense. But they're another defense that's worth taking a look if you can trade for them. Uh, so those are the couple defenses that I think are very important to own before we go into the playoffs. And, well, that's the end. We're at 15 minutes. I tried to keep it pretty short. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you some insight into these, this week's matchups with your players. And uh, have a good week 13. Good luck, everyone. This is this is it. I can't believe the f- season has gone by this fast. I, uh, I'll see you probably Wednesday when I talk about some starts and sits and some player analysis. Have a good weekend. See you next time.